Ah, that oil price that we spoke about earlier on in the week. Yep. Well, Sakina, three are high, right? And I suppose that uh, what investors are probably going to be most frustrated by, particularly South African investors, is that, uh, you know, the oil price is starting to skyrocket, which obviously is going to have an impact on uh, inflation in the longer term, you know, assuming that, uh, you know, we're not going to get the same level of RAND strength that we got towards the back end of last year. And so far in January, we haven't got that level of RAND strength, you know. So I assume that uh, there probably will be an increase in petrol price at the Bowser's uh, next month, um, which is obviously going to be slightly inflationary for South African consumers. Um, and obviously that's slightly frustrating for all those who are hoping for some sort of interest rate relief moving forward. You know, that seems uh, unlikely if the oil price is going to have an impact on inflation. And obviously the Reserve Bank is going to remain circumspect given, um, you know, the volatility of the currency to political events and their very inherent, unpredictable nature and where that's going. So, uh, you know, I think the Reserve Bank is filled with a number of hawks, including the uh, governor himself, who is a hawk, which obviously obviously cost the deciding vote. So, um, you know, it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens with monetary policy this year. Obviously, they will respond to data if inflation, um, you know, comes in well within the 3 to 6 percent target band. We know that, um, you know, that that, that, uh, growth numbers in South Africa are not great. So it's going to be interesting to see the reaction to this. But as long as OPEC members continue to um, you know, stick to the plan and continue to not cheat um, on promise cuts that they've made. Um, you know, I think this, uh, this higher oil price is sustainable. And certainly a number of oil-producing nations, including Saudi Arabia, which obviously has dominance within OPEC, um, is pushing for a higher oil price given the kind of expansionary budget that uh, Saudi Arabia has and given that, uh, you know, the kind of uh, the expansionary budget they have precisely to release uh, or rather to reduce their reliance on oil um, by the year 2030, they have a vision 2030. So, Sakina, um, you know, I think there's going to be significant pressure on OPEC members to continue with these, uh, with, with these cuts. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's going to provide some sort of a support base to, to, to the oil price. Although, as we mentioned previously, and we'll mention again, um, at some level it's going to be attractive enough to bring a number of shale operations back online in the U.S. Um, and we'll see the oil price self-correct once again. It's just about at what level that is. Um, and seasonal factors such as weather in the year, seasonal factors such as the holiday season. Um, so at some point, it is going to bring shale producers back online into the U.S., and we should see uh, the oil price correct closer to around 60, you know, in the 55 to $60 a barrel range. And uh, uh, talking about uh, the World Bank and uh, its assessment of growth in South Africa, how do we compare with the rest of the world, Nadir? Yeah, Sakina, very, very unfavorably, unfortunately. Um, you know, so, so, so the World Bank saying that uh, economic growth in South Africa is going to lift very slightly for the, uh, for the 2018 uh, to 1.1% economic growth from 0.8% last year. And the, 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 the primary factor they, they, they say um, is weighing on growth in South Africa is, uh, you know, policy uncertainty, which is weighing on investments. Obviously, investment has a massive impact in terms of economic growth because of uh, the multiplier effect, a very strong multiplier supply effect. Um, and, you know, the, the, what the World Bank reckons is that there's very uncertain policies in South Africa, politi- uh, especially with regards to the political environment, um, which is weighing on foreign investments into South Africa um, and is also weighing on inv- uh, corporate investments within South Africa. So, um, you know, Sakina, I think if you compare this to the rest of the world, um, you know, the, 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 the World Bank saying that uh, global growth is going to reach somewhere in the region of 3.2% for this year, sub-Saharan 
Bowen growth somewhere in the region of 3.6%, so our peers in Africa are considerably ahead of us. Um, and uh, emerging market growth, probably the most attractive at around about 4.5% for this year. So that's way above where uh, the, the growth rate for South Africa is. Uh, now, Sakina, uh, you know, while this may seem very, very glum, um, you know, a lot, of these, a lot of these factors are within our own hands. So, you know, if we can encourage investment, and we've talking about the show a number of, on this show a number of times, you know, and we really urge policy certainty uh, to unlock investment from domestic corporates, to unlock investment from uh, global corporates or foreign direct investment. We know that uh, the global economy continues to hum along in a synchronized, uh, in a synchronized fashion where the global growth is improving across the board. Higher commodity prices, um, you know, and a global search for yield has really been very beneficial for emerging markets. And, uh, you know, the, the foreign companies are looking for opportunities to invest. You know, that's the bottom line. And the tax cuts in the U.S. is certainly going to provide a significant amount of extra cash, which, uh, you know, shareholders are going to be asking questions about. And, uh, you know, the, the, this cash is going to have to find its investment somewhere looking for an attractive rate of return. Um, you know, so South Africa could be that destination, uh, you know, should we sort out a lot of policy issues and should we get our act together, um, you know, and, and, and provide more policy certainty. So while the World Bank report does seem fairly glum, um, you know, a, a lot of those factors are within our own control, which, is, which, which to a certain extent is, yes, frustrating, but also quite encouraging. And then just a quick one, Nadir, on uh, the December uh, business confidence numbers. Uh, what did we gauge from that? Yes, Sakina, an improvement in business confidence. So on the point we just spoke about, you know, that's very encouraging uh, to see business confidence continue to head in the right direction. Uh, we saw the second business confidence index rise to a 96.1 index points from 95.4 or 95.6 index points, should I say. Um, and, you know, so, so the improving business uh, confidence index is really on the back of an expectation for improved policy certainty because of the election of Cyril Ramaphosa to the ANC president. Um, obviously, he's thought to be pro-business, pro-policy certainty, rooting out corruption within the ruling party and within South Africa, um, and really speaking the right language. I suppose the pressure has now shifted fairly and squarely onto his shoulders in order to deliver on these promises. Um, you know, and we really see a lot of speculation in the market as to uh, when certain actions are going to be taken. So, Sakina, I suppose now the pressure is fairly squarely on Cyril Ramaphosa, and let's see how he fares over the course of this year and leading into next year. Um, you know, as president of, of, of the ANC. Uh, what continues to be a big drag on the index, however, is retail sales. Um, you know, Sakina, despite being the holiday season, that continuing to weigh on the, on, 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 on the index, uh, which unfortunately isn't great. We know that the, the consumer is under significant pressure. We know unemployment is hampering that quite considerably. Uh, but hopefully, uh, if we can get investment right, if we can get other facets of the economy right and start creating some jobs, uh, that's once again going to start contributing quite positively to, to the business confidence number, which again has a positive re, this positive re, reinforcement loop of continuously encouraging investment um, and stimulating more economic growth in South Africa and ultimately reducing inequality. You know, it's one thing about uh, you know, reducing inequality by, by redistributing the pie, which is obviously of critical importance given how unequal South Africa is. But remember that if we grow the overall pie, everybody benefits from that as well. So, uh, you know, I think South Africa needs to be focusing on policies to do that, and certainly improving business confidence uh, should help.